What is up, dude? Happy Thursday, everyone. April 21st, 2022, episode number 294 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you for joining me here today. We are only seven days away, one week out from the 2022 NFL Draft, and I am amped and geek and geeked, and I bet you are too. I can't even talk. Anyway, got a good show for you today. Going to talk about the Steelers trading up, trading down, trading out when it comes to the first round. Talk about some schedule release action in May. Going to talk a little bit about Jerry Dulac and his perception on quarterbacks this year's draft. And Debo Samuel wants out of San Francisco. Could he come to Pittsburgh? As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. You know, I would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles the bottom of the page you can hit me up via email at the still study at gmail.com and you can also give me a follow on twitter at still study would love to connect with you get your question comments feedback on the show got a massive comment from douglas d prostorog on my most recent mock and he shared his mock with me gonna get into that this weekend for show on the bag can't wait Douglas man thank you so much for posting I read a little bit of it it's so detailed about to dig into that you're like a second writer for the site man appreciate it but again hit me up we'll get you on the Steelers Saturday mailbag and also be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We record every other week. Jim and I will probably be getting together next week. Jim is super insightful and knowledgeable, having covered the Steelers since 1995. It's a lot of fun working with him. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. It's linked in the show notes. And I just want to point out, this is episode 294 of the study session, only six shows away from number 300. And that's going to happen next week. We will hit 300 next week. Very excited about that. Very proud of that number. And excited to be celebrating that with all of you next week. So here we go. Steelers first round and I did this exercise way at the start of the offseason and I think the way I approached it was percent likelihood that the Steelers trade up in the first round percent likelihood that the Steelers trade down in the first round and the percent likelihood that the Steelers trade out completely of the first round to acquire more picks I wanted to revisit that just because we're super close to the draft in terms of if I've changed any bit on that and not really. I know there are a lot of writers out there who cover the Steelers that can foresee the team moving up 
in the top 10 to land a Malik Willis. I just can't envision that. I'm not saying that it can't happen. It's just difficult for me to come to grips with what would have to be given up in order to do that. And I know if I have my GM hat on, that's not something I'm comfortable with. It's too much to give up. You're mortgaging too much of your future. You're talking first round picks in later drafts. And some people will argue that, yeah, well, if you know this is the guy, then you should be willing to spend that. But here's the thing. Quarterback drafting in the NFL is an inexact science. And if there's one position that teams suck at drafting, it's quarterback. Teams are not good at it. They're just not. So it's not like other positions where you can better forecast how the talent will translate in the league. Because of that, I don't feel comfortable with this team moving up. Now, again, I'm not Kevin Colbert. I'm not Mike Tomlin. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I just don't see that happening, a move up into the top 10. I could see a move up two to three spots. Maybe a leap in front of the New Orleans Saints, but I can't see a top 10 move. The Steelers trading down. Not going to happen. 0% chance. They're not going to move from 20. I've been fooling around with the mock draft simulators because I'm getting ready to put out my first round prediction for all NFL teams, who they select. There are going to be several good players available at number 20. And as I've been doing these exercises, I'm hard-pressed to snag a QB at 20 with some of these guys that potentially could fall. So I could see a more realistic scenario being the Steelers trading up in back into the first round after selection number 20 to grab a quarterback who still may be on the board at 30, 31, 32. I would not be surprised by that one bit. But I don't see them trading down. They're going to stay put at 20. Something that's gaining some momentum and something that I've been thinking about a lot and I've mentioned it on the show a lot is the safety out of Notre Dame, Cal Hamilton. If he is on the board at 20, I am, I got to tell you, I know I'm a, a QB advocate, but I may be pulling the trigger on Hamilton if he's there. I'm just saying. And then the likelihood the Steelers trade out of the first round completely for additional picks not happening, 0% chance. So the only thing I give some possibility to is the Steelers trading up by two or three picks or the Steelers drafting someone at 20 and then trading back up into the first round for a quarterback there towards the tail end. We found out today that the NFL schedule will be released on May 12th. That is always one of my most favorite days of the year when it comes to the NFL. And there are so many so many days that are my favorite, the draft, combine. But the schedule release to me is just, it's, it's special. If you go back and listen to last year, whenever I did the either the Still Study podcast or the study session at that time, I talked about how I get my calendar out and I'm marking down who the Steelers play on Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night. It's 
like a holiday to me, so I can't wait for that. And I'll definitely be covering that schedule release. We know the opponents, the Steelers are going to play next year, but we don't know when. So that's a lot of fun to find that out. Can't wait to see what their initial stretch looks like out of the gate. And May 12th is the date. Jerry Dulack of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, which a lot of what Jerry puts out there, it typically comes through his chats that he does weekly. They're typically land on Wednesdays. Jerry is does not hide his opinions, and he is very confident in what he puts out there. And a lot of the times, <laughs> Jerry doesn't hit the mark. He is off. Not to say that he doesn't hit on a lot of things because he does, but he has been off on a lot of things. But he is adamant that the Steelers are not going to add a quarterback at 20, that if anything, they're going to be looking to add a quarterback at the back end of this draft for depth, fourth, fifth round, sixth round. Take that for what you will. Um, again, Sure, this class doesn't have star power in terms of quarterbacks, but like I said, it's an inexact science. The NFL is not good at evaluating quarterback talent. These Any of these five guys in the right situation with the right support personnel development program can be a franchise-caliber quarterback. So I respect Jerry's work, but I disagree with his statement about pick 20. You know that. And then finally, Debo Samuel, 49ers wide receiver. Once out of the 49ers, you're starting to see more and more of this where players are just dissatisfied with their teams. So they just come out and say, I want to trade, trade me. Trying to force their team's hands. Debo is trying to do that. Hearing some speculation, go to NFL.com. You'll see 10 trade scenarios that would work out for Debo Samuel. They have the Steelers listed there and him being paired with Deontay Johnson. Look, I would love if that would happen, but again, the cost for that is steep. Don't think that's something the Steelers would be willing to do just because it would mean a lot of capital that the team would have to surrender. And study that is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 294. And I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you. Thank you, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies, for joining me here today for episode 294. My gratitude to you. Please continue to share with your family and friends. Listen and read. Would love to connect with you. Do that one of three ways. Comment, email, tweet. You know how to do it. Check out the podcast I do at Wex. Check me out on Friday. Coming with episode 295. 300's coming next week. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace.